What if well-being is really just the baseline? What if we could lead a life of purpose and pleasure? That's the edge I'm playing with in my own life and what I want to explore in this podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Fox Palmer, and let's just jump right in to the fucking deep end of this luxurious pool full of a life well lived. Today I'm doing this solo episode to really just share my passion for inspiring people to lead consciously aware, awakened lives and to create the conscious organizations we need to revolutionize the world into the healthy, kind, thriving ecosystem that gives instead of takes. There's deep satisfaction from doing good work. When our character and integrity is in alignment, when we put our greatest gifts and strengths to use for their highest purpose. With so much to be done, we need more nurturing and pleasure in our lives to be able to move from paralysis to a life of purpose. And so much of the work in front of us is framed as hard or tough. And the truth we need to realize is that it doesn't have to be. Giving time to others feels good. Having big conversations with people from different perspectives and political opinions doesn't have to be painful. It can be invigorating and inspiring. Creating transformation within ourselves and with our organization creates beautiful shifts of openness and spaciousness and opportunity. We can create global mass change. We are the leaders being called to do it. I'm committed to supporting you on your personal consciousness expanding journey to do the best work and live your best life. To start, I invite you to do a 360 degree self-assessment I have evolved over the last 20 years, and I will give you a link in the show notes to do it. I'm also going to walk you through it today on this podcast. Before we begin, let me offer you a brief moment of bliss. Let's just take one minute to do a quick and easy body scan. Okay, let's go ahead and take a big, deep breath in. Fill your lungs so they expand as far to the sides as possible. And exhale. Let's do that one more time. And this time, let's take a deep breath and fill your lungs so they expand as far as they can front to back. Most people rarely use the full range of their lungs, and it feels nice to get more oxygen in your system. Now we'll do a simple body scan. You might have done a body scan before. Sometimes it's done for relaxation. For this, we aren't trying to relax. We're simply trying to notice what is happening inside our bodies in this moment. Let's start by either closing your eyes or looking down gently with a soft gaze. If you're doing something like driving, please just listen to the guidance while practicing safely. You can do this exercise anytime or place, actually even while presenting in a really big meeting. We will start at the very top of your head and just notice the top of your head. And I like to do a sweeping motion with my attention. So I go in a like spiral so you can go and sense right behind your eyes and your jaw. Simply notice any sensations you might feel. Sometimes we feel tension. Sometimes a tingling sensation. Sometimes spaciousness. Sometimes numbness. Just notice. What about your throat? 
and your chest and your abdomen and your lower belly, your hips, the tops of your thighs, your calves, the bottoms of your feet. You can wiggle your toes and your shoes or socks or on the floor. Can you feel your ankles? Now feel the back of your knees, your hamstrings, your pelvis, the base of your spine. Let's slowly go up your spine until we return to the top of your head. This is a great simple exercise to take your attention away from the busyness of your mind and into your body where your emotions live. Now let's begin with you connected to all your senses. After eight years of testing the model I co-developed to create values-based brands and conscious companies, I realized the biggest barrier to turning organizations into forces for good is the consciousness of the leadership and individuals that make up the team. If we aren't doing our own work to dismantle biases, become aware of unconscious patterns of behaviors, heal trauma, the transformational opportunities for the whole organization, team, and all the work we do is blocked. But we aren't given the emotional support we need to make this journey. So now I'm focusing my time and the agency on providing that support through facilitating EQ skill development with peer conversations, through transformative workshops, one-on-one coaching, and hosting intimate well-being retreats with horses as powerful EQ teachers. For the great changes we need to create, we must be able to experience a reflective state of being. Out of reflection, we can acknowledge where we're at and become open to a wider range of possibilities. In this podcast, I would like us to hold what Kathleen Barry Ingram calls the sacred place of possibility. Let's let this be the place where we can explore what's possible. You can leave doubt and skepticism for the other 23 hours a day. Don't worry. You can pick up those things when you leave at any time. They're not going anywhere. Always available for you. But here, we're going to create a container where purpose meets pleasure. We're going to play with the delicious opportunities to create a ripple effect of our passion to everyone we interact with from now on. Sound good? It does to me. So let's go ahead and do a integration activity. Now I'm going to walk you through the 360 degree well-being self-assessment tool that I use in our Conscious Leadership Collective Peer Conversations program. I'm going to go through the prompts now for you so that you can contemplate as we go one by one. This is also going to be available as a downloadable PDF in the show notes. You can write down the prompts as well as I go through them. I do recommend writing out your answers as we will build on them. So grab a pen and paper. The way it works is that for each prompt, you're going to rate yourself on a one to 10 scale. 10 being that you are completely fulfilled with this area of your life. Okay, let's begin. Number one. How do you rate your physical health? 
please use a scale that is relative to you only. What would a 10 look like for your personal physical health, for the body you live in now? Where do you feel like you are at now on that scale from a 1 to 10? And don't overthink the question. Trust yourself. Go with your first gut response. Your gut always knows. Two, how would you rate yourself on your mental, emotional well-being? I take this assessment frequently because my answer to this question depends on what's going on in my life, how much stress I'm under. Even well-adjusted people will find that they won't rate themselves as high when stresses are compounded. Most of us have been dealing with an extraordinarily high amount of stress during the pandemic. This rating is not a judgment. It's just an assessment. We're using this data to help us reflect. Number three, let's look at our environment and surroundings, where we work day to day, where we live, where we spend our time. Number four, how fulfilled are you with personal hobbies? Do you do things you enjoy outside of your work and life obligations? Number five, joy. Where would you rate yourself on how often and consistently you experience the feeling of raw, pure, unadulterated joy? Six, self-care. How good are you at taking care of yourself? How much do you prioritize that? How do you rate yourself? Seven, romance and love. How fulfilled are you when it comes to your love life? Eight. What about friendships? Nine. What about your family relationships? Ten. Let's expand that to your local community. Eleven. Money. Personal finances. How do you rate yourself compared to where you would like to be? Twelve. And my favorite powerful question, how do you rate yourself on your purpose of work? 13. I love to look at this one. Personal growth. How are you doing on that front? 14. And last but not least, spiritual fulfillment. I'm not talking about religion here. I'm talking about your own sense of inner peace and connection with something greater than yourself, that energy that exists, that connects all of us that have a beating heart. Okay. Now that you have a number rating for each of these, my next question is what would a 10 look like for each? What does a 10 in physical health mean? Would you be pain free? Would you be able to climb a set of stairs? Would it mean that you could compete on the world stage? We all have different bodies, different versions of what a 10 would look like. What does it look like for you? Write it out. Do the same thing for all the prompts. What would a 10 look like for your mental, emotional well-being, your environment and surroundings, hobbies, joy, self-care, romance and love, friendships, family relationships, community relationships, finances, purpose of work, personal growth, and spirituality. Spend as much time as you want in this exercise. You can always pause this at any time to do it. And come back to it. 
I literally do this about once a quarter. For physical health, a 10 for me is me being able to do the activities I enjoy easily. Hiking, riding my horse, taking a bike ride without getting winded, or feeling like I can't do it because I'm not in shape enough. Really, mostly for me, it's cardiovascularly. For mental emotional health, a well-being looks like the feeling of well-being I had when I recently was laying down peacefully in the midst of a herd of horses. I want to experience that feeling all the time. Sometimes my answer when I answer this stuff is more achievement-based, and sometimes it's just a feeling. Once you have identified what a 10 looks like, next go through each of the prompts and ask yourself, what is one small step you could take to make progress towards a 10? Not an entire multi-year plan. I know how you people like to conquer everything at once. If I know you and you're my friend, you're listening to this, you're probably like me in that way. But this podcast is about experiencing well-being gently, with ease, and with pleasure. So just one simple, small step that feels good to you. For me, a lot of these just small steps look like creating a schedule I love or getting on the yoga mat first thing in the morning, even if I only do child's pose or calling my mom or scheduling lunch with a family member can be small things. Go ahead and go through all the prompts like this, discovering small steps you can take to lead a more fulfilling life of pleasure. Whenever you hear this chime, let it be a reminder to check in with your body. You can do a quick body scan. Are the sensations you felt when we started this podcast still there? Have they changed at all? Any new ones you're noticing as you go through this exercise? Just take notice. Okay. Once you've figured out your small steps, go through and see which of the small steps feels the most exciting, yummy, or soothing for you to begin first. You can do more than one thing if it feels right. Just don't try to change everything at once. The best way to create change is to change one thing at a time. Once that one thing is fully integrated and turns into a habit, then you move on to the next. Was this insightful for you at all? If so, please let me know. I'll tell you that single purpose of life question has been a catalyst that has totally changed my business multiple times over the years, including this last deep change that shifted my agency from marketing to really conscious culture change agency. Powerful questions can help you reframe your entire life in an instant and see new outcomes you never thought possible. Hold on to the vision you have for a 10 across every aspect of your life. We'll keep talking about how to move in that direction, and I'll keep giving you the tools and gems I find along the way. For now, be well, and let me know how I can best support you. You can reach me on Instagram at Gretchen Fox Palmer, and if you feel inspired to do so, please consider leaving a review for this podcast so more people can find it. Until next time.